Welcome back to the Vacation Rental Micro School podcast. And this season is brought to you by our friends at Breezeway. And if you haven't heard me talk about Breezeway in previous episodes, then you need to go back and listen because Breezeway is the number one software to help all property managers and hosts of any sizes with any team size as well to make sure that they are managing their turnovers with ease and automation at hand. Not only does Breezeway have the best-in-class software, but they have the best-in-class field app for anyone from housekeepers to maintenance and all the above. You can handle turnover automation, inspection tasks, and any unexpected field work that might come up as we talk about in this show. So make sure you check out the link in the show notes, get our special offer from Breezeway to all of our listeners, and now let's get back to the episode. Good morning, Heather. We are back day four. And I've said this a couple of times with all my other guests for this season is I always get a little sad on day four because I know day five is the last day I'm going to be able to talk to you for not a while, but, you know, more intentionally with this recording. So you ready to rock and roll into day four? Absolutely. This is this is so much fun. I'm really enjoying this. This is good. This is good. And I, I'm glad that you can appreciate it from a podcasting view because it's, you know, <laughs> we're podcasters. So we both get get it and uh, it's just nice to have someone one with good audio as well so i appreciate you taking this time this week all right so for all our listeners we've covered your persona we've covered the i guess basics and the backups and the emergencies of property management so what can happen how do you prepare for it as well as kind of setting that expectation so for day four we're going to talk about how do i create a proper listing and I'm going to throw in a bonus on how do I know what listing sites to be on if I maybe have a different property type, whether it's urban, ocean, mountain, you name it. So I'll let you take it away. Sure. I mentioned in in one of the earlier sessions that uh, that we over the 20 years I was a property manager, I probably created 1,000, 2,000 listings. You know, properties came, properties went. There was always another one to put online. So we, we learned a lot about how to create the mo- the optimum listing that was going to attract the most people. And we've, we talked in, in an earlier session about using the right language, talking to the potential guest as if they were sitting in front of you. But I want in this one, I just want to look at just some of the elements of a successful list- listing outside, I guess, of of those more you know emotional aspects Let, let's look at the practicalities number one of course and i i don't think anybody could stress this enough and that's professional photos i i still after 20 years you know if, if i've got if i <laughs> maybe i'm a bit of a sad person but if i've got a few you know an hour on my hands or so i will i will scroll through listings to look for the worst photos and it's not hard to come across them <laughs> Yeah, the, I mean, the, there's bad photos. So there's bad photos of bedrooms. There's bad photos of bathrooms, and there are the endless photos that just what I call the focus photos, where you know there's, there's a focus on one particular ornament or a little sign that says "Home Sweet Home." Don't do that. Really, don't do that. People don't want to see that. They can see it in a in a wider in a wider photo. It seems to be very common out there at the moment. You've got to have these these artsy focused pictures, but people are looking at these pictures because they want to 
imagine how they're going to enjoy their vacation in the home. So you've got to give them the pictures that give them that information. And, and an artsy picture of a log is not going to do that. Or a, a lit candle with a blurred background. I mean, what's that, what's that telling you? I'll get off my soapbox now. Yeah, pro photos. You can do your own photos. And in fact, you can do your own photos with an iPhone. But you've got to ensure that you understand how to use that particular camera, how to adjust the photos after. I would strongly recommend that if you're not going to use a professional photographer, that you use a good DSLR camera and you shoot photographs in RAW. That's R-A-W. And then you can go and use a platform such as Lightroom. And you don't need to be, I mean, I can do it. I can use Lightroom. <laughs> And then you put your photos through Lightroom and it doesn't mean that, that you have to overexpose them and, and make them look unrealistic. But you can, you know, you can change the lighting, you can adjust the shadows and the highlights, you can straighten them. It's amazing what a degree or two of straightening, the difference that makes to a photo. But also learn, if you're going to do the photos yourself, how to take photos impactfully. I learned from Tyanne Marsink. She is a photographer, as mind you, she's she's an absolutely everything. If you know, there's pretty much she's nothing literally, she can't do. Every time I talk to her, I'm blown away. I'm like, what? You do this too on top of this and that? And I'm like, how do you have the bandwidth or the time to do it? I just, yeah. Shout out to Tyane yeah. if you're listening. Shout out yeah, to Yeah, there's, there's only a few people I know in this world who have more than 24 hours in the day. <laughs> Tyane is clearly one of them. But she, you know, I, I came across her, oh, way back in you know, 2010, 11 or whatever. And she was, she, she was talking mainly then about vacation rental photography. And I had her ebook and learned a lot, just simple things about when you're taking a photograph of a bed, you know, to get down on your knees, to take a photo looking up. And it, it was, it was some of those very, very simple techniques that that made our photos on a listing look really, really great. So number one, learn how to use your camera, learn how to use Lightroom. And if you can't, then get a professional photographer to do it. Secondly, we talked about listings. You know, we talked about the sort of the text on the listing, and I'm, I'm not going to spend much time on that, but just avoid putting information about the property, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms. That's in your amenities list. You don't need to do that. The, the text is about encouraging people to come vacation with you. So think about that. Thirdly is your list of facilities or amenities or whatever you like to call them. You know, what is in your property and make sure that that is accurate. And I'll, I just want to give an example of from my experience or from something I did that ruined a guest's vacation. And mm. that was in, in one of my properties. We had one room which had a set of bunk beds and my cleaner quite understandably said she didn't want to make the top bunk bed she was you know she had a little bit of arthritis and found it very difficult to climb up to the top of a bunk bed so we said no problem we will separate them down we'll make them into two twins we did not change that on the listing it still said bunk beds so when a family booked the property um and then came and found that it it 
there were twin beds and not bunk beds. We we heard about it because they had promised their seven-year-old son that for the first time in his life, he'd be able to sleep in a top bunk. All he could think about leading up to this vacation was he was going to get the top bunk for the first time ever. And we ruined that. And what we did, we 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 didn't tell them. We didn't tell our guests when we changed the configuration, but and we didn't change it on the listing. That's that's just a little story that illustrates how you can get it so wrong if you're not accurate in that in that listing. Continually, every month, do a check through your amenities. Something might have, you know, if you have watercraft, maybe you change out a kayak for a canoe. You don't think it's a big deal, but anything you change is a big deal to the people who are looking. Reviews, if I mean I'm reviews are super important. And I'm I'm talking here really about if you have your own website, because you will have to and and if you've had reviews on Airbnb or Verbo or anywhere else, you want to import those reviews when you start out. So that's something we'll come into, I, I guess, when we talk about where to list. But yeah, just super important to make sure you have that uh, have the photos right, you have a good listing and your uh, amenities are accurate. Yeah, and I was going to say the big thing on the amenities, every amenity counts. So if you have a smoke alarm, you have a, a CO2 detector or a carbon monoxide uh, detector, like all these things are quote-unquote amenities on these listing sites. And man, I do have to say, when I, so I'm, I'm a twin and I have a twin brother. I've never Hello, wanted to be there's on the two top. of you. Uh, I know. I know. Thankfully, he's a lot nicer and way cuter. He is he's got down syndrome. So he he's just everything is amazing and there's no care or issue in the world that isn't handled by a good attitude. So he's great. I'm I'm probably the more grumpy one than he is. So I never wanted to be on the top bunk. So, you know, I think uh, you know, to that kid that had his whole vacation ruined by that, man, I feel like that's like an odd like an odd one. I would I'd be pissed if I wasn't on the bottom bunk. It's easier to get out of bed in the morning. You get you could be like, yeah, go straight to straight to breakfast right after I wake up. So too funny. Awesome. So okay, not every property is the same as we know in vacation rentals. Hotels have a way to create a room type versus us. We can't create a home type because every home has a different configuration, blueprint, availability to accessing amenities such as a river or mountains or canoes and all the fishing poles and you name it. So is there a specific way that you consider listing on different OTAs, which for any new people in the space, OTAs are online travel agencies, or as you can think of them as channels or distribution sites, such as Airbnb or Verbo. Is there a way that you kind of go about that do you have some properties that go on others or some that are just standard for you for your listings or your properties there's certain properties that go better on 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 different uh, OTAs and having said that and I just want to follow that up OTA was an acronym that I heard for years before I finally plucked up the courage to ask somebody what it meant and, oh, wow. and I'd been in this. I'd been in this space for years before. And in fact, I didn't ask. I was. I was actually on an elevator, an escalator, going down to the ground floor at a at a conference. And somebody, there was a couple just walking down or going down in front of me. And somebody asked that question. You know, I keep hearing this thing OTA, and I don't know what it is. And I got the answer. 
And it made me realize that really, you know, if there's so many acronyms in this, in this industry, if you don't know what they are, ask the question. <laughs> it's fine not knowing. It really is. But anyway, yeah, that, that question about Airbnb, and it's an interesting one because Airbnb was fairly slow to get going in our very rural areas uh, of Ontario. And we, we sort of railed against it for a long time and said, this is not going to come our way. Eventually, of course, it, it, it did. But we had a lot of owners who did not want to be on Airbnb because they, they didn't like the fact that we didn't have as much control. So, you know, it really depends how much, how much control do you want? You know, how much control do you want over communication and the information that, you, that, that your guest is getting from you and that you're getting from the guest? I, th I think now, really, the, the big three, Airbnb, VRBO and Booking.com. Booking.com is a, yeah, Airbnb and VRBO, perhaps. Yes, just list on those to start with. Booking.com is, is a great site, but it really depends on where you are because you've got to think about your persona and where they are looking. You know, are they looking on booking.com? Because if they're not, then and you're there, they're not going to find you. So you've got to know where your persona finds their information. And it could be that your persona finds their information on Instagram and, and Facebook groups. So once again, we're going back to knowing who your persona is and driving your marketing to that person in the way that they consume their information. And of course, there's... There's all the niche listing sites as well. We were a pet-friendly company. We were incredibly pet-friendly. We are not a charge. We never charge a pet fee. And that mm. was actually a, a, you know, a competitive edge for us. We don't charge pet fees. We love your pets. So we wanted to advertise on sites where people with pets would be looking to, to go. There isn't much out there, actually, but uh, there's a host from Maine who's called Sarah Sokol, and she, she started a Facebook group for, to, to bring pet-friendly properties together with people who want, their, who, who want to bring their pets. That was a great place for uh, pet-friendly hosts to go. And then Sarah has now started a niche website as well. So look at, look at who you are trying to attract and then find those niche sites where those people hang out. And there's so many niche sites now. Well, I was going to say, I'm a big, I, I, every time I talk about niche listing sites, I always talk about like glamping hub or some kind of glamping scenario. I'm a big glamper. I don't go as often as I'd like. And I know Airbnb has all these new categories. Now they have the OMG category and they have castle categories and they have glamping categories. Just because they have the category on that one specific site doesn't mean you're typical travelers always there. So I think it's good to diversify. We could obviously go into direct bookings and all of this stuff, which is like another thing that you and I are very passionate about and, and not, uh, you mentioned earlier, not giving up full control to these OTAs, but that'll be for another day because we are unfortunately covering the 101 of vacation rentals. Book direct should be in there, but we just need that. We need another day for it. So that is a great way to create a proper listing, where to list, deciding on what that is. And, you know, a little tip. I know this is the third week of the VRMS podcast. Next week is Tech Week. Tech Week, we talk about property management software. Good property management software will show you a marketplace of those listing sites as well. So 
just a little heads up on what to look forward to next week. Tomorrow, we are going to go into when should I make my listen go live? Is there a checklist I need to follow to make this all come together and to hit the ground running into accepting and allowing guests to stay in your property? So you ready for tomorrow? Indeed I am. I love it. Let's get rocking and rolling. I'll see you tomorrow.